Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Thursday, man. Hope that you're doing well. And, uh, man, it was so good to see so many of you out at student night last night. Uh, man, I'd encourage you, keep on coming, man. Keep on bringing someone with you. If if it's an encouragement to you at all on Wednesday, and I know it is to me, but if it's an encouragement to you at all, then, man, bring someone with you. And, uh, and just so excited to see what God is doing in our midst. And uh, it's just been awesome to worship the Lord together. But today we're continuing to walk through 2 Kings, and we're in 2 Kings chapter 11. And so, remember, we're coming off this dude named Jehu, who reigned in Israel did an awesome job of wiping out uh, the idols of Baal and all these things and uh, wiping out the descendants of Ahab. That's what Jehu was doing. And one of those guys that he wiped out was Ahaziah, who was reigning in Judah. Remember, Israel's in the north, Judah's in the south. So that's what's happening there. And what happens when he kills Ahaziah is this. The Bible says in chapter 11, verse 1, it says, now when Athaliah, the mother of Hezekiah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the royal family. So uh, kind of an overreaction, right? So she just starts killing off people and it's crazy and it's nuts, right? And, and she's going crazy. Well, look at what happens. It says, but Jehoshobah, man, crazy names in the Bible, right? The daughter of King Jaram and the sister of Hezekiah took Joash, the son of Hezekiah. So listen, if, Az- if Ahaziah was the king, that means his son Joash is the rightful heir to follow him. She takes Joash um, and she hides him away from Athaliah. And Athaliah starts kind of ruling and reigning in this place. And she's kind of running the kingdom of Israel for a time, right? But but this girl named Jehoshaphat, however you say her name, hides Joash away. Well, there's this really cool picture of this guy named Jehoiada, who is the priest at the time. Jehoiada, a few years later, um, what we're going to find is about six years later, This actually the seventh year, the Bible says in verse four, but the seventh year, Jehoiada of the priest understands that Joash is still alive. And so they, they get this plan together where they're going to have these king or these people guard Joash. Literally, he's going to have people guarding him from the north, guarding him from the south to protect him from Ahaliah. And what they're going to do is they're going to make Joash the next king of Israel. And so they make him the next king. Then Ahaliah freaks out, right? Or Athaliah, excuse me, she freaks out, rightfully so. Um, she starts calling out treason and they end up putting Athaliah to death. And so crazy chapter in the Bible. So I hope you read 2 Kings 11 on your own to, to see this crazy thing. And again, I'll just remind you, um, when people say the Bible is boring, I'm like, you don't really read the Bible because this is a really crazy, intense story, right? You have this mom who goes nuts, destroys all this royal family. She starts to reign on her own. And then they protect this young boy named Joash and they eventually make him king uh, and, and dethrone his crazy mom, right? I mean, her crazy aunt. So it's this crazy, crazy story that's happening here. And the Bible says, this is nuts, that Joash was seven years old when he began to reign. And so imagine being king it's seven years old, right? It's this crazy, but now they have the rightful king on the throne in Israel. And you know, the thing I was I was thinking about and looking at this is how it's so cool in the book of First Kings and Second Kings 
how really we see three main figures happening, okay? We see the prophets, right? We see the prophets, and we've talked about this a lot with Elijah and Elisha, right? These prophets who are actively doing these amazing things, who are uh, really calling out the kings for their terrible leadership a lot of times, right? They're they're, uh, heralds of the word of God, proclaiming the word of God to the people. That's what a prophet is doing. So we see prophets. We obviously see kings right here. We see Joash, and we've seen Ahab, and we've seen Ahaziah, and Jeroboam and Jaram and Solomon. We're seeing all these different kings who are ruling and reigning in Israel or ruling and reigning in Judah. So, so we're seeing prophets, we're seeing kings, and then we're also seeing priests, right? And here the priest does an amazing thing that he recognizes that Athaliah is not right to be ruling and reigning. And so he protects Joash and they anoint Joash as the next king of Israel and so, um, or of Judah, excuse me. So what you're happening is you're seeing all these three main figures throughout the book of 1 Kings and 2 Kings. You're seeing prophets, you're seeing kings, and you're seeing priests. And the reason that I bring that up is because, you know, one thing we talked about in yesterday's episode is how really the book of 1 Kings leaves us longing for a better king, right? You're you're looking at these kings and it's just bad king after bad king after bad king, and it just leaves you longing for someone better. And then Jesus makes his way onto the scene that fulfills that role perfectly, right? But but not not only does Jesus fulfill the role of, of king perfectly, he, he fulfills the role of prophet, doesn't he? What does a prophet do? He's calling people to covenant faithfulness of God. And, and you know, even walking through Mark on Wednesday night, then Jesus comes in preaching, right? Jesus comes in teaching. He comes proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God to repent from your sin, to place your faith in him and to fear God. Like Jesus comes in being that prophet. He comes in doing the amazing works like Elijah and Elisha were doing. You know, he's walking on water, calming storms, feeding thousands, raising the dead, touching blind people, all of these things. Jesus fulfills the role of prophet. Prophet. And then uh, almost they're all important, but but hugely he fulfills the role of priest, doesn't he? Because what would a priest do? A, a priest in the Old Testament would go to God on your behalf. And so they were kind of uh, intercessors between the people, the common people and God. Well, what, what does Jesus do on the cross? The, the book of Hebrews calls Jesus our great high priest. That, that on the cross, when, when Jesus died for your sins, when he died for my sins, the, the Bible gives us a snapshot of what happens in the temple. And it's says that the veil in the temple was torn from top to bottom, right? That the veil in the temple that you and I now have access to God the Father because of what our great high priest Jesus has done. So what's so cool in this book is, is here, especially in this chapter, you're seeing a priest at work and you're seeing a king at work. And what we're seeing all throughout First and Second Kings is these prophets, these priests, and these kings. And what's amazing is in the person and work of Jesus Christ, all three of those things are perfected. All three of those things find their culmination and Jesus perfectly does all three of them. He is our prophet, he is our priest, and he is our king. So I hope that you see that in the beauty of the Bible. I mean, the Bible is just so incredible, so beautiful, and I hope you're beginning to see that even more clearly as Jesus fulfills that role of prophet, priest, and king. And this, this could be a whole lecture. This could be a whole um, semester where the class is to talk about that, but I hope that just gets your mind interested in it. And if you have any more questions, let us know. We'd love to engage in conversation with you about that. And uh, But man, thanks for walking with us in this book, and hope you read 2 Kings 11 on your own, and we'll start off in chapter 12 tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.